We address to start off the uh, the podcast. We got a new space. Yes, we did. Comedy Club on State. They uh, upgraded us. They heard the episode on Monday. Mm-hmm. Depending, <laughs> <laughs> so would you did you throw to me for Monday? I was throwing you for a topic. Oh, they heard uh, our Odyssey episode. Mm-hmm. They loved it. They're like, we can't wait for the next stage in your journey, which is a slightly bigger room connected to the old room. Mm-hmm. So they're funding all of our costs now as well. They loved it. They said thousand. it costs $1,000 to put every episode out. Mm-hmm. They said that's on us now. Yep. We love this too much. And a living stipend so that, you know, we can live, remain living close, even though our, our rent got hiked by $5 a month. So we used to be the side room of the old green room, and now we are the main old green room. Mm-hmm. So we're really moving up in the world. Mm-hmm. Because they needed to clean out that old room. Uh, for, for God knows why, really. I think they said they're getting arcade games or something. Or Yeah, they're literally like, well, that's going to be a game room now. So mm-hmm. I guess you guys have a better podcasting space. Yeah, it's either that or Art Paul's moving in. Uh, <laughs> one of the two. Art Paul, local Madison legend, has a Wikipedia page. He got Real booed. Overrated. He got booed on America's Got Talent or something. As he should have. <laughs> he didn't go by Art Paul on there, though. Although, when you first see him, and he starts singing about grilled cheese, you think, does this guy have a mental handicap? Yeah. And then, and then to be an audience full of people booing someone with a mental handicap? That is a good point. Is that you, it, It's like they planned it. It takes a couple of weeks to determine that this guy's just choosing to be a coot. Well, I'm I don't still know not he's... entirely sure, and it's been years. Yeah, he's I don't think I slow. told the story about how I defended Art Paul on the pod. Oh, Did what? you hear about this? Tell me the story. Monona Fireworks, circa 2006. Should I just clarify? Art Paul is a man who plays like the guitar and the kazoo on the street, and it's kind of charming and also kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. Humorous, but also maybe just serious songs in his eyes. We don't really know. All right, so it's 1998. We're at the fireworks. We're at the... <laughs> 2006. We're at the fireworks. Monona. I see Art Paul. Hey, there's that guy we discovered on public access in eighth grade. Local, local, um, I got a burp. Okay. (laughs) Local hero. And um, did you mime a a fart when I burped just to take credit for? No, I farted. Okay. I like the timing. Um, (laughs) The air pressure in this room just went up a little bit. Um, So we see Art Paul and there's like these, he sings a song about like, I, you know, want to be with your girlfriend or something. She's pretty. I like your girlfriend. Now she's my girlfriend. Something very hokey. It's very similar to an Anderson East song that mm-hmm. just came out. Oh, interesting. Maybe Art Paul got ripped. I think I'm in love with your girlfriend. Okay. It sounds something like that. Yeah, but Art Paul ripped off Jesse's girl. So continue. Okay. And uh, these teenagers didn't take too fondly of it because I don't know if you know teenagers are kind of jealous, impulsive people who think that this man with a kazoo might actually steal their 17-year-old girlfriend. <laughs> when I was a teen, I thought kazoos were, were coming for <laughs> coming for all the ladies. And so these kids get up in Art Paul's face, and at the time, I was like, this man has a, a disability. Uh-huh. And that is his ability to play the guitar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I go up to these kids about my age, and I'm like, hey, like, what the fuck? Get off, you know? And uh, I was with about, 
This is about six kids, uh, street toughs. You you do not know these kids beforehand. No, these are strangers to you, and you are on your own. Correct. I was not on my own though. I had about seven very large people from my school hockey team. No, nope, uh, just friends, big kids, and they happened to be big kids. There was like maybe even eight or nine. There were more than them, and they were bigger. And somehow they just stand back and watched as I was surrounded by these teens, trash talked, and someone flicked a cigarette in my face. Oh. And I did not stand down. I was just like giving them, giving this redhead the mean mug. Good, good for you. Yeah. It, I'm impressed. I'm disappointed by your large friends. Yeah, me too. And I also, and afterwards, of course, they're like, we would have got your back, man. I'm like, well, it would have been nice if you let them know that before they decided to singe my eyebrow. Also, doesn't it feel easier? It's easier... Give me secondhand smoke. Well, versus having someone's back, I'd rather... I'm like, there's six of us. We could all seem like we would have this guy's back, and they will back down. Right. Why act like you're not going to get into a fight, and then let them... Right, unless they really wanted to fight. That's true. But I don't know that that's the case. Yeah. If it is, they got some soul searching to do, because they have anger deep inside that they need to address. Yeah, because if they... To P.O. Box, I'm into it. If they really didn't want to fight, they should have been... They should have just pointed out how many of them and how large they were. Right. Should have flexed or something. And, and declared, you guys are teens. Yeah. That's... The second largest guy should have st- stood by the f- first largest guy and been like, and I'm 6'3". Mm. Imagine how tall he is. That's good. <laughs> He's got a whole head on me. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so that's me defending Art Paul, who uh, uh, does not remember. That's that's too bad. I feel like every interaction... Art Paul, like will see me and try to sell me a CD. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we've met 100 times. Yeah. You need to... I uh, I don't doubt if Art Paul gets in one of those a day where someone saves his life every day. <laughs> I kind of believe that. So he's, who can keep track? I can't owe you my life. I owe everyone my life every day because people try to murder me constantly and the rest of society realizes that... Uh, that sounds like a hate crime. Her Paul watched our fun little thing we did at the club. Maybe let's stop uh, talking about him on the pod. Oh, okay. I don't think he found his way to the podcast, but if you did, Art, all in good fun. Yes. Also, I saved your life, so I can, you know, yeah. give me a little creative leeway on my storytelling. Go on iTunes and buy uh, one of his, like, 300 CDs. Buy all, has all a, of his 300 CDs. His discography. Discography. Uh-huh. It's even larger than that word. Well, thank you all for tuning in and getting past that Art Paul hump, <laughs> which uh, it's a fun open. He was a fun open to the open mic here. Let everyone know that we're just having fun, low stakes, good time. But I'm here because this world is not all fun and games, especially on the internet. Inter- ah. Internet bullying. Kids are <laughs> killing themselves, <laughs> you know? Kids are killing themselves, and that's serious. <laughs> that's serious. <laughs> but yet I can't help... But laugh a little bit, and I'm sorry for it. They... I had a I had a, a school riddled with suicide. Really? Not when I got there, but I, you know, retrospect. A lot of people. Did they all see that new Netflix show? No, what's that? Thirteen Reasons Why. Oh shit! It's about some kid who dies, and then he like thirteen people. He's like, "You're the reasons why I killed myself." So he uses that as revenge, and I think everyone's mad at Netflix because they're like, "You're just making this seem like a good idea for revenge." Yeah, and then people are killing themselves. As a, as a form of I revenge. I wouldn't feel as bad if I was one of 13 reasons. That's a good point. It's like, you're the reason I killed myself. I would feel so bad. You are the one, yeah, I or even one video Or even one of two. Mm-hmm. But eventually it's like, well, okay. What, he wasn't going to do it if he had 11 reasons to kill himself? There's a lot of reasons to kill yourself. Yeah. Why'd you bring up the internet, Adam? Uh, because <laughs> I want to know about someone who 
didn't kill themselves, uh, but I uh, thought they were in a... There's no way to get into it. Manti Teo, what was that whole thing about? Remember? There was a lady on the internet, oh, yeah. which somehow involved football. I don't know if she was his, you know, cheerleader. Yeah, you came to the right place, Adam. Um, the internet, which is where bad things happen. Including this... <laughs> I didn't know what you were going to say, but I already had that queued up. Take it back. Including the start of the podcast where we gave Art Paul too much airtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, they lure you in with all these fun internet games, such as Stick RPG, which I loved as a kid. What is Stick RPG? Stick Ball? I used to play AddictingGames.com. Uh-huh. Was that your... one where the guy's like jelly and you got to run or whatever? Remember that guy? Uh, oh, yeah, Jelly Guy. Those kind of things. They're was... all uh, Flash games, right? Yes, Flash mm-hmm. games. Yeah, never saw a boob on any of them. No, yeah flash but uh so they lure in with those and then they what they do is they sell you a bunch of lies and they did this to notre dame star linebacker manti teo he was a star i didn't know that oh he was great so linebacker that is offense no great that is defense that is i defense. knew that he lines up there's about three linebackers usually do you only call the middle one a linebacker he stands between the line and the uh, the downfield people. All right, so I'll try to do this very quickly. But there's uh, <laughs> two main defensive fronts. Um, these are the classic base defense. You get a three four, your four three. Depending on those formations, you have a different amount of linebackers, either four or three. Okay, that was in the right. He played ballpark. the middle linebacker position, mm-hmm. also known as the Mike. There's one middle linebacker in a four three. There is two in a three four. The strong side. I get how middles Mike. work. All right, so uh, I'm guessing our listeners don't want to hear all of my theories on, uh, you know, Bill Walsh and, well, he was the West Coast. I'm thinking Bill Parcells and the the 3-4 defense. We got two Bills deciding the whole game of football? Pretty much. Walsh, passing game. No. Yeah, Walsh, passing game, Parcells, pass rush, counter it, Lawrence Taylor, Joe Montana. We should call him a a Will, William, rather than a Bill. The Will is what you refer to the weak outside linebacker as. Shut up. It's true. Okay. They go Will, Mike, Sam. Weak side, middle, strong side. Will, Mike, of... Sam. Willie? What is the Sam? Hmm? Will he Sam? No. Okay. Uh, he will not. And we're a little too inside, not baseball here, but the other one. Mm-hmm. Whatever I'm talking about. Pigskin. That's it. <laughs> so, Manti Tail plays on defense. Mm-hmm. He's a pretty good linebacker. Let's address the elephant in the room. He's Hawaiian. He's Hawaiian. Tell me how he gets into... Notre Dame. Is there a lot of football in Hawaii? I kind of feel like, why would you want to tackle a guy when you could just go swim in the 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 salty, frothy sea? You know who's really good at football is the Samoans. Okay. And they live on this little island. Mm -hmm. Samoans are fucking the best football players. Is it a build thing? They got a big frame? That's part of it. They're all... uh, You've seen Moana... I don't know why you, you would you haven't seen Moana. There's I haven't. No but chance. But I have an idea of what a Samoan looks like. Yeah, they've got that build, and then I think they're also they've got like a culture where those team sports they're really good at them. They're mm-hmm. always like clapping and jumping around. Okay, good energy, good vibes. Mm-hmm. The Titans quarterback um, Marcus Mariota. He's also Hawaiian. Mariota. That's a fucking great last name. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I really like it. Mariota. I'm gonna name my. Can you name a, someone that first name? Mariota. Mariota. You can do whatever you want. Okay. If, you if, a... if the listeners don't know, don't claim uh, the beautiful girl's name, Aspartame. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Hawaii produces this Hawaiian fella. He obviously is not going to play at Hawaii because they're terrible. Uh-huh. So he goes over to Notre Dame and going into his senior season, he's like their star defender and he is having a fling with some girl over who goes to Stanford University. Oh, California, babe. Mm-hmm. California girls are undeniable. Except in this case, they they didn't exist. Very deniable. <laughs> Daisy Dukes, she did not exist, is mm-hmm. uh, what ended up happening here. Okay. So, Manti... How... All right. He, uh, he meets her, as he claims, at a Stanford-Notre Dame game. Okay, yeah. Tell me his version first. All right. So, he meets this girl at a Stanford-Notre Dame game. Sounds awesome. How did he do? I think he had a good game. Yeah, why wouldn't she, like, talk to him? waved at him through a fence... And they caught eyes, and then she followed up online. They started dating. They fell madly in love. Mm-hmm. He's crazy in love with this girl. They talk all the time. She gets leukemia and dies. Oh, my Lord. Okay. And so people find out. He he goes, his girlfriend... How long did they were they dating when, the, when I mean, she died? I'm going to say a year. He's been dating this girl for one year. It's a good chunk of change. Yeah. He dies the start of his... She dies the start of his senior football season. Okay. What he does is oh, he's Oh, I like, have a theory already. He goes, oh my God, my girlfriend died. Then he goes out and has like two interceptions and three sacks, the game of his life. Okay. And everyone goes, this is insane. His girlfriend just died. It's the saddest story in the world. Send your flowers to his girlfriend. Um, Manti Teo, he, he's a potential Heisman candidate. Send it. So when you send to a dead person, do you have to write like in care of the corpse? <laughs> just in case they hand them to a real person. Be like, come on. I think you send it to the funeral. I okay. don't think you just mail to the old address. In care of the body? Yeah. I think the family, maybe. They know what to do with it? <laughs> They'll okay. figure it out. All right. There's not a, not a lot of flowers added up in the garbage. I thought maybe some thievery. Yeah, that's, that's one of the worst things you could steal. What are you going to do with... Well, you put him in a nice vase, give him to your gal. That's the thing. You're running late. I feel like that's the move in every movie is you, you're running late. You don't have time to get flowers. So you hop, skip up on you know someone else's porch, grab them, you swing down. You know what I mean? I follow. And then you give them to her. I, I didn't think I had to complete the whole circle for you. Ah, uh, okay. Because I, <laughs> I was looking through my notes to find the end of that one. All right. Well... So he had a good game. This this is a thing that everyone does, right? Brett Brett Favre's dad died, and he had a great game, and mm-hmm. threw like six touchdowns. Are there other examples? Died. I'm sure there's a ton of examples. Is it's it always... known enough that you're just going to play better when you when something bad happens, or you play terribly and nobody mentions it? So yeah. we, give, we give a lot of credit to these guys. Survivor the games. bias, but it's a, it's a beautiful story. So the media picks up on it, of course, and he's. Now, not just like playing a good, because the defensive player, they're never up for player of the year. Mm-hmm. They're not going to win a Heisman. Good defensive players. Is this the same in football? It's like the less you notice them, the better they're doing. Depends on the position, okay. but it can be that way. Uh, middle line, like he racks up a bunch of tackles, but he's not a super. Gotcha. But he, but he makes some big plays, makes some splash plays. That's more the lineman. So because of this story, he's in the Heisman race. Okay. Then uh, we get near the end of his senior season. They're going, who's going to win the Heisman? Somebody informs Deadspin, who... uh, What is Deadspin? They're a sports media company, and they just like snitching. Okay. They're they're good for gossip. Anytime there's like, you want to be like, oh, which athlete is uh, sleeping around and like did something stupid, or which other member of the media said something horrible, Deadspin's like, ah, we'll tell it like it is. Okay, it's the TMZ of... uh, A little bit. FBZ. 
FZB, food ball. Mm-hmm. Bobby Boucher. Water. Gargle. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens? So they break, Deadspin breaks, they, fake gal. Yeah, because, so the picture that they're slapping all over the news of this girl who died, some girl in California sees this picture and goes, hey, what's that picture of me doing up there? Oh, no. That is how, I feel like every fake face, yeah, every fake profile is just a picture of some girl. The people who are better at it just pick one random girl instead of like go to those public domain image sites and I'll get the same really hot girl. You got to go kind of realistic. Yeah. It's so obvious, the fake profiles. Right. It's like... Go for a girl next door, you fucking dummies. I'll give you all my money. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they're always trying to... These these catfishers, they go, look at this large, breasty, blonde lady and look how little she's wearing. And it's like, that's not what anybody... Even if make. I believed she was real, I'd be like, well, there's no way mm-hmm. that she's all that interested in me based on my profile. Yeah, what do you, what do you have to offer? Um, well, okay. Clearly self-awareness, <laughs> for one. <laughs> I'll give you that. That's all for now. So this this girl contacts the media. She says, hey, that's a picture of me. Can you stop telling everyone I died of leukemia <laughs> and also dated Manti Teo? Because I've never met Manti Teo. Mm-hmm. And that what they determine is this was like the cousin of some other dude. Wait, so Deadspin was just like, oh my God, his girlfriend. Did Deadspin pick up on it yet? Or no, that, the news was pushing this around. I she think, called and Deadspin found out. Someone contacts Deadspin gotcha. and goes, there's some girl who's saying that's not her face, and they contact her, and they do mm-hmm. all the unraveling. Meanwhile, Manti Teo completely thinks a girl died. Okay. And that he had dated yeah. her for a year. Mm-hmm. This is the impression he's under. They come to reveal... She's the... alive. <laughs> well, the girl, the picture... He must be excited, right? That's what he fell in love with. No, he fell in love with some man. You're right. I don't get how love works. <laughs> he fell in love with some dude who met him one... He was like... A friend of a cousin or something. I mean, isn't the lovable part of any woman the dude part in her? I'm sorry. I hated it. Cutting it. <laughs> so, Manti had fallen in love with some dude who was just, uh, had pretended to be dating Manti Teo for one year. And they had been Skyping every night. And he had been doing a comically high girl voice. Skype? Audio Skyping? Yeah, but... What the fuck? They were like, Manti, why didn't you ever video Skype? And he's like, ah, she kept saying that uh, her camera didn't work. But she'd send me pictures every once in a while. So he'd never seen or met this girl. Uh Uh-huh. And they were all photos of like... None of them were selfies, right? They're all just like, here's me on vacation. Here's... Yeah, a photo of me unwrapping gifts in my sixth birthday. Whatever Facebook had. Right, exactly. He's just pulling down these Facebook photos, sending them over to Manti, and then he gets on Skype and goes. I mean, the voice was literally like, "Hey, Manti Teo, it's your girlfriend." It was a really silly. Oh, fucking I want to hear this. Can we edit that in? You, you can edit that in. It's, it's quite funny. And then, because I think Katie Couric asks him later, because he's got to do all these damage control interviews. I'm jumping ahead here, but. Uh, I think they're like, well, so were you in love with the man? And he's like, I mean, that sounds like a lady, right? That's because <laughs> then it became this whole thing of like, is Manti Teo gay? And he's oh, like, oh lord, but this is some real two thousand what? Eleven? Uh, That's some two thousand eleven thinking right there. Yeah, like this guy, <laughs> he's gay because he fell in love with somebody he had never met. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was it was very embarrassing because he told all these stories about how in love they were and how they'd been dating for so long 
and the story of how they met and all of that just turned out he made up he was like oh we just communicated over phone i've never met this person but it was this horrible so i mean it's the worst thing in the so world they, if they you're track, did they track down this guy um yes oh they did yeah his name was like ron or something okay sounds like a and he's some other hawaiian oh interesting um, did he had they ever met did he like have a crush on him through grade school and he's like this is my shot i think they met one time really and manta teo's like what does this guy have to do with anything like this guy's plays no role in my life and all of a sudden he showed up and made me think i was in love with a woman what the fuck so what was the motivation for this guy was he just in love with him I don't know what the catfishers, because there wasn't any money involved. Right. Maybe um, he was waiting until he made the the NFL. Maybe it was a big, could be. Maybe, maybe got a little early. Could have been a big Notre Dame fan also, and uh, wanted to motivate him with some uh, leukemia death. See, that's right. Okay. It's a real risky move, though. Real long con for real small payoff. Right, and also sounds like it could go either way. He could fuck him up or it could. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what eventually happens is he finds all, he finds out all this information at the end of the regular season. And then Notre Dame has to play in the national championship against Alabama um, in like a month. And all this information breaks and everyone's just making Manti Teo jokes for a good month. And then they play Alabama and they lose like 45 to 10. And Manti Teo has like the worst game ever. Okay. He's just getting pancaked all day. Yeah, I bet. I bet they're saying shit out there. So I'm going to quick interject and say that it's very hard to feel like I'm doing well when I have Todd Berry right behind you scowling at me. <laughs> a very large headshot of Todd Berry looking very unenthused with whatever we're doing. <laughs> you think that's getting in your head? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. This is Todd Berry's my pretty lady. We can pretty switch, internet lady. We can switch sides next time. Okay. It was a <laughs> Marina's very flattered. Actually, she just looks like she's really into Todd Berry. That's true. <laughs> it's true. Oh, this is fun. <laughs> Charlie and I are going to get a large Adam S. Chuck poster printed, sign it, and uh, put it up on the wall. Oh, yeah. I forgot about where you have to sign it. We're not going to ask permission. We're just hanging up our podcast poster and hoping everyone's like, somebody must have cleared that. Mm-hmm. That is how... Do you think if we put one of our headshots on the wall down there, how long do you think that would stay up for? That's a fun gag. That is a really fun gag. <laughs> just, just always putting your little... Oh, that would be really funny if we just slipped, like, people who clearly have never played the club into... The, we should we should try to see how many times we can put Bill Cosby on the wall. Oh, <laughs> I love that, actually. Okay, we have a new... That would be. They're a gonna know it was us. Actually, no, they won't. Why would they know it was us? Nobody, nobody, none of them listens. To nobody this. works at the podcast. Listens to works at the club. <laughs> listens to our podcast. You're right. Everyone that works on the podcast, <laughs> you know, goes to the club. That's, Big staff here at the AACP. So we got Manti. So like, is he? Can you tell he's li- he's very blown away, or is he also just kind of like, oh shit, I kind of like it seemed weird. So I think the initial public reaction is. Manti Teo fabricated this whole story to get publicity so that he would just like right. get more fame. Okay. And they're like, he got someone he knew to kind of actually go through with some of this. So there's some evidence. And then I think they start looking into it. And Manti Teo turns out is just a real sad, lonely idiot who okay. has spent, I mean, he's, he's a senior at Notre Dame. He's one of the most well-known football players in the country and he is spending every weekend Skyping a videoless Skype, talking to a guy making a high voice. Yeah. And was that's he real, who he's in he, love with. He, was he pretty dedicated to football? 
was he not partying? Was he one of these like I'm gonna fucking make it? I'm not gonna party. I'm gonna, you know. I think he was real Christian. Okay, that makes a little bit more sense why mm-hmm. he's not participating in the um, festivities. Yeah, so I think and see he's just sitting in his dorm room all day talking to Ron, uh-huh, watching Veggie Tales, <laughs> as the Christians do. Mm-hmm. Um, so more more than uh, the the narrative flips from Manti Teo bad person who wanted to be famous to Manti Teo colossal idiot mm-hmm. uh, who's going to you know get made fun of all the time meanwhile he's trying to get drafted into the NFL so he goes from being like a top 10 pick maybe people are real excited about him then all of a sudden everyone's like this guy we don't like him so much anymore also he got exposed in the Alabama game we don't think he's very good he drops into the second round and uh, loses millions of dollars. That is costly. But does he play? Like, does he still play? Did he He's fight through that? Okay. He's been in the league like six years. He's he a real, starter? Real mediocre. I think he might be starting for the Chargers now. Okay. But he's okay. I mean, at this point, his career is determined by his playing. He, he squeaked through it, fucking up his career like this, taking anything did some people, right? Mm-hmm. Or fighting dogs. Wait, no. Not fighting dogs. No, that was fighting he, dogs. He ended up playing, though, again. Michael Vick? Yeah. Yeah, Michael Vick's one of the few... Michael Vick went to prison. I'm thinking more of the guy that uh, wears a lot of jewelry and cries on reality TV. Jewelry and cries <laughs> on TV? Uh, Tyrell Owens. Tyrell Owens. Yeah. He's uh, a real clown college. Yeah, but he never did anything illegal. Once no, he- no, no, I know. But I'm just saying as far as things that... Um, who are the people? Because there's people that it's just like, oh, they should be in the league, but people don't. They get. I'm thinking more of Michael Sam than anybody. Oh. Right? Shouldn't he be in the league, or shouldn't he have been? No. no? See, that's the problem. Okay. With my, the whole Michael. Well, I don't Sam know who I'm thinking thing. of then, but there no. are people. Well, Michael Sam, he comes out as gay before the draft, and then he doesn't. Or he got drafted in the last round, washes out of the league, and everyone's like, he dropped to the seventh round because he was gay. But also, you look at it and you're like, this guy wasn't that good. He was like, maybe. <laughs> I say he wasn't that gay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Michael Sam, uh, he, you know, he broke a, broke a barrier, but he wasn't really the guy to do it. It'd be way more useful if all of a sudden, like, Aaron Rodgers came out of the closet. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, well, this guy is already really good and we don't have to worry about it. With Michael Sam, it was like, plenty of guys who are have his skill set just don't get drafted yeah so Um, i'm this is occurring to me for the first time and i'm sure it's a hacky bit that's been done a lot but coming out of the closet does that come from like i'm gay and now i'm well dressed no i just emerged (laughs) better dressed no adam it does not okay has that been theorized that you're aware of i mean i think we all know that's not true i'm aware that that's probably not true it might be a bit Okay, but it might not, not for be. me. It, either you, way, I promise you, you it wanna, won't be my bit. If you want to do I'm curious that, curious if people have been doing that out and about. That feels like it would have killed in 1994. Uh huh. Is a he'd come out of the closet? You got all this jewelry on, kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm loving. I want this bit. Now. <laughs> okay, <laughs> take it, buddy. You do your act as a period piece from '94. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I don't do any. Yeah, everything, everything's uh, evergreen, so I can get away with. Um, casual homophobia and just whatever people in 94 thought probably not the best things not really that good okay so his whole career somewhat stabilized for a for a guy that 
Yeah, it's not. That's the thing with these character risks. People get worried about, oh, this guy hit his girlfriend in college. Is he going to hit his girlfriend when he gets in the NFL and gets suspended? So they drop in the draft. Mm-hmm. That but makes a guy sense. Like That's Manti, a yeah, Manti Teo, nobody's going, uh, I wonder if he's going to get catfished every season. <laughs> this would be a real distraction from his football playing. <laughs> Oh, that's fun. It's like he has a weird hobby that he's going to get. He likes skiing a lot. So we're worried he's going to, boy, it, this guy just can't make, can't make enough time for football now that he loves getting catfish so much. It is the kind of thing where he's catfish, getting catfished in the locker room on Skype. <laughs> he's on the bench in between plays. He's catfish, getting catfished. Well, because these NFL teams, a lot of them do a bunch of hazing where they, you know, cut off the NFL give, teams do. Yeah, it's really I weird. I didn't know that. I think most of them, the good teams are just like, we don't allow it. And then the players go, good call. And they don't haze. Right. But plenty of these, they give rookies stupid haircuts and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's possible that as a rookie, Manti Teo just got catfished a bunch as hazing. That I'm fine would be... with a stupid haircut. Also, don't you think More there's a so lot of... More so as an adult than in high school. In high school, everyone's so fragile and they're like, oh my God, my hair is a big part of who I am and I don't know how to talk to anybody. Did you have anything like that in high school? Insecurity? <laughs> yeah, I had something like that. No, did you have any uh, hazing for sports, or had they phased that out? I didn't have to go through any of that. I think they phased it out like a year or two. In hockey players, if you made the team as a freshman, had to wear your gear all day to school. Okay, and hockey gear notoriously smelly, but also then people would clearly, if you're wearing a lot of padding, people are just going to take advantage of that fact. I see. Not even just people on the team, but you, just other people. You'd have to do that every. Every day before every game? Like, no, just once. Just once. Yeah, okay. It was fine. Yeah, that's... And then one year they did weird haircuts and a kid locked himself in the bathroom and uh, called his parents. Oh, no. See, that's the stuff when... Yeah. The hazing, I get a little bit how it seems like it's fun. And then everybody just finds way too much joy in the mean aspect of it. Uh-huh. Where it's not like a fun prank where... Stanford prison experiments, not to be confused with... Stanford catfish experiments. Mm-hmm. Both of posited that theory. Not a theory. It's just two things that have Stanford in it. <laughs> that Stanford was behind this whole thing. Ah, in fact, Stanford it's... wanted the was Stanford runner up to get in the playoffs. Um, no, that was actually they're usually pretty good. They might okay. have had, they probably had Andrew Luck that season. They're probably in contention. Okay, I like this theory. Mm-hmm. Um, you said you went to Stanford, right? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Although they could have said she went anywhere. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> know why. Um... Uh, yeah. The that's But yeah, the hazing stuff. Okay. One question then actually back to... So he said they met at this game. Mm-hmm. Was that how it started? It was like, hey, I saw you at the game. And then he's like, yeah, maybe I did see a pretty girl there. That might have been the case. Okay. Well, he... There's, there's parts of this where you go, how much did Mantateo lie and how much did Mantateo just convince himself of stuff because you have a pr person does the school have that to try and like do a little damage control on the i would guess at this point he kind of got some people out in front of him but as a college player you don't get to have an agent or anything right so you're uh you're a little bit exposed people can catfish you all day long mm-hmm. as an nfl player you go hey i got this new crush who won't let me see her on skype and that person goes uh hey that's this is uh your friends nev from tv they're fucking with you Nev is the guy who did the catfish movie. Oh, okay. What's the catfish movie? The catfish movie? That's uh, where the term comes from. Okay, I pictured like a Pixar with talking catfish, singing and dancing. Hello, my lady. The frog pops in. I'd rather watch that. Yeah. This catfish thing was supposed to be some 
It was some groundbreaking movie where... A documentary? It was just one guy got catfished by a woman who lived somewhere. A documentary or a... Yes, it was a documentary. How do you get ahead of a... Are they filming him as he's being catfished? Yes. How the fuck does that work? I think they kind of knew what was going on. Is it like anyone who's dating someone that they haven't met? I think that was... Maybe good. more so than like, hey, is... Hmm. Yeah, they're just like... We're going to catfish him for the movie? Let's early see. days of internet dating. Let's film what this is like because it seems uh-huh. crazy. And then they got lucky and had a twist that maybe they knew was coming. Uh, that seems like how most of these good documentaries get made is they fit, they're they going for one thing, then something else crazy happens. Yeah. Um, get that shit town podcast. Exactly. Shit like, town. Something that got kind of worse, in my opinion. Did it? Um, I found the different aspects interesting for different reasons. That's true. But uh, yeah, now the catfish thing, it's a whole TV show. Mm-hmm. And every episode is these guys just meeting someone who's like, I'm dating this person on the internet. And I have never met them. And then Nev just goes, I Googled their name. And uh, it seems like they're lying to you. And the person goes, oh, I've never heard of Google. That's the whole TV show. <laughs> okay. When was this made? It's still going. They do, an, they do a new episode of this a couple times it's a year. It's a, sh- it's a it's not, series? It's, it's a, on MTV and every episode is someone. Oh, MTV catfished thing? Yeah. Okay. His name was, I thought you said it was a movie. It was a movie. Okay. And they spun it into a TV show. On MTV. <laughs> yeah, this guy's a real turd. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't like Nev? No, Nev sucks. Is he condescending to these poor people? Um, I think he's just boring. I think he's really compassionate. Okay. I'm like, you should have less compassion for these people who uh, just, for some reason, have heard of your show, but didn't bother to look mm-hmm. them up on the internet. Doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, that's like, you remember that maid? Oh, we could go too far down this fucking stupid MTV rabbit hole. The maid? We were going to watch Made for a while. It was where they're like, we're going to make you a professional. We're oh. going to make you a stand-up comedian, or we're going to make you a, a good football player all of a sudden. Yeah, I would. We should do that. And then I, the whole I school wanna... got together and applauded their effort, even though they were clearly still very bad. Oh, that's embarrassing. I would love to watch Made with you. Let's do it. It was less about the you, that, but I would love to watch Made <laughs> It sounded with romantic someone. when you phrased it that way. <laughs> it did. <laughs> now you took away the whole compliment. Uh-huh, I'm bringing catfish off the internet. IRL. Ooh. All right, don't worry, I'm not going to catfish you. I'm okay. fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> That's early. Okay, so catfishing been around since uh, the early ages of DOS. I don't know. Is that a computer thing? Well, you, you've been catfished. Oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. I've been catfished by Mike. I think my friends were way ahead of the ball game here. Credit to them, but also big dicks. Um, I had a crush on a girl grades two through five. That's a long standing. It was like my second real crush maybe third i think i was had a crush on a girl when i was four who was 10 which is like that's a real i think that's january you, to may <laughs> i don't know you're both young you do it as, that's how you do it as a kid where you're like oh like teenagers are the most when you're eight years old mm-hmm. when i was like a 13 year old you're like look at this fucking hubba goddess. hubba yeah yes yeah. which needs to be said more <laughs> um so third crush three years terrified of this fucking t- child eighth grade was the last year i think and my friends decided to make a hotmail account with her name in it and just emailed me out of the blue like hey you know what just catfished me not just a cold catfish not just some random catfish catfish number seven they gave me the shauna henson catfish Oof. the catfish that i was sticking my fist in the river (laughs) every day hoping to bring up noodling is what you're referring to (laughs) oh boy it wasn't much more than that back then (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I had a real noodle for this gal. <laughs> oh, well, how did this, how did this tale end? Uh, they were like, yeah, it was maybe a little mean, but we thought it was funny. And I'm like, yeah, my feelings are hurt. It's just very vulnerable. It's, it's just so very... vulnerable. You didn't divulge anything crazy. You're no, playing. You're it, playing it, it cool. Fairly quick. Okay. I didn't. I, it wasn't too bad. That's nice. I wasn't like here's something I never told my friends. These aren't your large friends, are they? Uh, no, no. They both sound pretty useless to me. Yeah. And uh, you're all pretty useless to me out there. Those of you not listening, <laughs> uh-huh. those of you who are listening, we appreciate it, and mm-hmm. you are appreciated. Still, um. Any one of you take an envelope, a blank envelope, um, return address, comedy club on state in Caravetta, Mass, Chuck 202, State Street, Madison, Wisconsin, 53703. Thank you for tuning in. Follow us on the things with the things, because we're going to put the spoon and the jello and the headshot downstairs somewhere and hope they find it. All right, that took a turn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, was, that was one of the worst I've ever done. All right. Thanks, folks. Bye.